So hello and uh, welcome to my talk about Terraform um, and I'm going to briefly go through my journey of Terraform in the next 10 minutes and it's still an evolving journey. Um, my name is Gareth Edwards, you can find me at various different social channels. Um, although my voice is gone today, you may recognise me from uh, the Open Tech Cast. Um, if you get any questions throughout this, do feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or on my new email address, gareth at vexpert.pro. Um, so firstly, what is Terraform? Just to sum it up in less than a couple of seconds, it's a great little EXE that automates all your environments for you. It's a brilliant, brilliant tool. It's less than a couple of meg, download it, and basically you just run it in PowerShell. That's it, off you go. Um, the oddest thing that any presenter will tell you, they will say, this is how you do it. The oddest thing I would ever tell you is go out and understand your business first with Terraform. Understand how you will run it in the future, and that must sound a very, very odd thing. Um, I'll go over it in a second, but there are a few ways. You can run it manually, like on the right-hand side, just PowerShell. Um, you can automate it with certain tools like VSTS, GitHub, um, or you can go serverless with something like CircleCI. Um, but all these will take into consideration as you're writing your code. Um, first thing is keep everything organized, uh, even if it's something as simple as filenames.1, .2, I personally use a mixture of GitHub and Visual Studio Team Services, as this then gives me some ability to actually start automating things. Um, but I can also go back. If I make a mistake, I can look back at my code and I can work out where I've gone wrong. Um, and the whole reason I said about automation is you have to think about your structure. When you give this to your teams, um, I've seen massive Terraform scripts. I mean, literally 20,000 lines of code running an infrastructure and it gets messy very, very quickly. Um, and even down to security things or crit mission critical machines. So we have our split out in dev, live, test, kind of, and then our, our most ultimate things over here. And then a few little things here, um, for instance, uh, like mission critical VMs and then normal VMs and certain teams can only get in those folders. So, you know, they can't tweak around the code and suddenly destroy 10 domain controllers or our key database services. So it's got its pros and cons that, yes, you can't just click one thing and it all runs. If you do start rerunning this, you have to think of it logically, like if you might want to do your domain controllers before you start your database tier. So it's got, again, a few little things that may help you in the future. Um, just to try and quickly set a few things straight. Terraform can be very powerful. It can do everything, but it you know, it can't do all your software updates and management. It can manage your infrastructure and building your VMs and your networks, but it's not there to keep your know, latest version of iOS or Apache or Joe Blogs app up and going. Um, I'd say go look at some other tools like Ansible and Puppet. I'm going to be doing some blog posts about how to embed that within your Terraform so it spins up your VM and then goes out and gets your Ansible stack going as well. Um, and TFR, it's going to sound an odd one. Um, put all your credentials in a TFR file. I've come across big named people leaving their AWS credentials in their .tf files. And I could just spin stuff up as them. So um, it's, it's got some good things. You can then do some auditing. If everyone has their own set of credentials, you can go back and see, well, Joe did this, Sarah did that. But put a readme file somewhere. One afternoon, I was doing some updates, and my, uh, my boss introduced a new variable, which I had no idea of. And I was sat there scratching my head for 10 minutes going, why won't this run? Why won't this run? And it's just, 
I just put little comments at the top. You'll see one of my scripts in a minute. Um, and don't worry, things go wrong. Um, this picture is divided some people, but you will have that look of his intensity on your face when you were head deep in the coding and you cannot work it out. Um, and it will go wrong. It did for me. And nine times ten, I'll go off, make a cup of tea, or even go off and do another task, and that penny will drop, and I'll come back, and the code will just work. Sometimes it's something as simple as a comma or a bracket, um, or you start getting to the rounds of modules, and you've just misinterpreted the way they work. Um, so I'm going to show you a very, very quick demo, because I can't keep track of my time. Um, but as you can see, Terraform is a very, very easy language to learn. It is your variables at the top, your provider, um, which is here, which is, for my instance, VMware, and then what I want this VM to do. You know, what, how big do I want it? What size disks? Um, and I quite simply hit terraform.apply, and it goes off, reads that file in, and hopefully, within a couple of seconds, you can see my VM start spinning up here, and it's already created, and that is taking me absolutely, literally, no time at all. Um, I have skipped up one or two slides, so I'm actually going to go to the slightly bigger version of this now, um, where you can actually take things away um, just as quick as you can make them. And as you can actually see here on the right-hand side, um, you can actually build your environments on both sides, and literally all you have to do is change one block of code saying, I want to have a VMware provider and also an AWS provider. And all you do is you change the count of the machines and what base image it has. You know, at the end of the day, that image isn't going to be consistent across the pair, but you can build that same architecture across both places. And as you can see here, I've literally just hit destroy, and within a space of a few minutes, my VMs have gone offline, tidied everything back up. And as you can see here, now my VMs are disappearing in AWS. And there they are, they're gone. They shut down and they're gone. Um, so again, it's a, it's a real nice way of being able to rinse and repeat infrastructure and scale it, um, and very quickly also take something from prod to test or test to prod. You can quite literally just take chunklets of code and put them in different places and try something new. Or if you do want to try something new, like a new app, like app um, XYZ, literally add a new chunk of code, run it against another provider, be it your test lab or AWS, and away you go. Hopefully I've got another minute or two, so hopefully I'll, just, I'll, uh, I'll give you a few key tips. <coughs> um, one thing to do is go out and have a chat with your business about integrations. As you're building this, it is very good that it can scale, it's, it's rinse and repeat, but you might have a third-party app or a VPN or something like that. Take that into consideration. As, as you build some of these VPNs, I learned very quickly, certain providers um, kind of ask you to knock on the door. So I was sat there for a long time working out why code wasn't working, and in, in the great respect it was. I built a whole VPN cluster in AWS. Why is it not coming up? And AWS, have, you have to knock on their door before the VPN tunnel comes up. So for a couple of hours, I was wondering, well, this is right. And it was just I had to initiate my Cisco to go knock on the door. And lo and behold, everything burst into life. Um, two other ones that kind of tie into each other is life cycle and creating of images. Um, think about your life cycle. Your test environment may well just be you just, just you do destroy it every evening. That's it. It goes offline. You hit destroy, bring it back up the next morning, and away you go. Um, and why I harp on about create images and the big kaboom, 
Um, there is a, a one line of code if you start playing with it in AWS, which is use the latest AMI image. Amazon have a bad habit of updating these, and if you hit terraform.apply and you've done something yesterday, if that code has ever so slightly changed, it destroys all your VMs. Because as far as it is concerned, version X and version Y are completely different. So at one point, I took out, should we say, a couple of DCs and an ADFS farm within a few minutes and was crying for the rest of the afternoon. But again, it was a learning curve for me. Hopefully, it lets one of you guys not to do that. Um, you're thinking that's a great idea at time, always use the latest, but it, it does take it very much, very much literally is, there's a new image, I'm going to blow it away and bring it back. Um, and the other thing is user engagement, this is key, and this is what we did as a department, um, is we actually did a mini hackathon. Um, so we just sat down as a team, we had a go with it, we even brought our devs in, as our devs pushed this on us as system operations guys. And we just had a bit of fun with it. We bought environments up, we bought them down. We, at points, had no idea what we were doing. Um, but it's been really good, um, as now, actually, we can be really agile across our different data centers. We'll bring this into our daily life. And even with the new realms of Amazon and VMware and AWS, you can just scale very, very quickly. Um, my last key point is keep positive. There are going to be days where it won't work, it won't work, and you'll come back to it and it will work, and just keep plugging at it. Um, once you've got the basics of creating VMs, the best thing I say is start creating something called modules, which you can call upon. Um, hence, with our file, file structure, I can go back and um, I've now created like a networking module that will dynamically pull in variables that if it is production, it is this subnet. If it is test, it's this subnet, and it can calculate that from my inputs and outputs dynamically, which is uh, something that's actually quite cool. Um, and that's really all from me, and uh, hopefully uh, everyone's enjoyed it. And if you've got any questions, please reach out.